This is Devin Man with Man Versus, and of course, I got a very entertaining host, uh, co-host with me. I have Sean. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. How are you? <laughs> good. So, uh, Sean is from Kennesaw State, and I've known him for about three to four years, something like that. Give or take. Yeah, we met <laughs> We met through our friend Dre, but um, this podcast is going to be on masculinity and really black masculinity, because I want to talk about it, because it's... It's been a topic on Twitter that I see all the time. Like, men can't say nothing without getting shamed or some type of you sexist, you toxic masculinity, this or whatever. And I figured I would get Sean on it because I remember when we had the the Greek uh, sexual assault awareness week mm -hmm. and we had the panel of Greek men go up there and y'all talking about sexual assault and stuff. Yeah. And I felt like all the men were beating around the bush. And I remember, I don't know if you remember this, <laughs> but I remember it. You was like, they had asked the question, have you ever, um, do you think that you've ever like uh, assaulted someone? And all the men gave their answers or whatever. And you was like, okay, let's stop the bull. Like, you're like, let's stop the bullshit. Like, y'all know what y'all be doing. Don't be dumb. Don't be saying this. Yeah, I remember clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of public ridicule after that. No, man, I, I was for it. Like, that was when I knew that um, you was different. Like, regardless of, you know, you being black or whatever, graduating or being LGBTQ or whatever. I was like, yo, this is a real dude because <laughs> I think men supposed to protect women. Mm -hmm. You know, and I was like, man, because me and Don were talking about like what the next the next topic was going to be. And I was like, dude, I want to talk about masculinity because it seems like no matter what men say, there's going to be some type of ridicule or we're going to be some type of misogynistic, sexist. Like we, you know, we can't say nothing. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, dang, who do I know that's real enough to, you know, be completely honest, like even objective and just be like, yep, you can do this. You can't do that. I think you should blah, 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 blah. And I was like, dang. I was like, I remember Sean, he went in that one time in front of like the entire Kennesaw fraternities and sorority. I was like, yo, I need him. <laughs> so, uh, so now that we got the intro out the way, uh, talk about yourself real quick. Okay. Well, hello again. Uh, I am a Kennesaw State University graduate, uh, graduated with a Bachelor of Arts in Music and a minor in Dance. Um, pretty heavily involved during my time at Kennesaw Greek Life. Uh, Phi Beta Sigma Fraternity Incorporated. Uh, pretty much anything student life I did. So RA, um, Order of Omega, Greek Programming Board, anything I could sort of get my hands on. Taught Zumba too, dabbled in that. Um, but I really just wanted to give back to my community and sort of put people in um, better places than I came in um, as a student. So just heavily involved. I now work at Kennesaw State University, okay. too. Um, oh, I guess I just, I've been trying to keep that on the low. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. Uh, yeah, because I don't want people, like, bum rushing my office or anything like that. But, I mean, it's out there now, and people see me around. But I work at Kennesaw State now. Okay. And um, I'm the coordinator of student leadership development program. So pretty much anything leadership development, I have my hands in for the school. And then I dance on the side, you know. On the side. Music Come on. on the side, whatever. Man, you hide know. yourself. Hide yourself. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah. I mean, well, I actually, I just finished my um, first season as a company member for this African dance company in Atlanta. So Okay. Speak on it. Uh, it's called Adinkra African Dance Theater. So um, it focuses on a fusion between classical dance forms and traditional African dances. So, okay. Yeah, we did we did a lot of things. Went to Rochester for... Have you guys heard of the Fringe Festival? Yeah, I know. that. My mom talks about that. Yeah, we went up there um, and performed up there in this play called Black Matter. And then we did a couple of other things. We did our showcase in March, right before this COVID. Can we cuss on here? Is this like a very candid... Yeah. Okay. Because we... <laughs> I'll... I have a I have a come on it's me <laughs> terrible it's, mouth it's me I, I don't know how not to cut <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah right before shit hit the fan um we just finished our season and we're actually pushing it because we um right when people said you need to not do large gatherings we had a show right after that but I think y'all were fine yeah it was right, mean, it was right it was right when people were like you need to close things so I mean you must have been fine because. I mean, I'm still here. You're, so. you're breathing. <laughs> you look very happy. You look healthy. You look, I, I you know, try. <laughs> legs looking A1, man. I'm look, look at those calves, bro. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I have because everything else, I've been, man, working out is such a bitch to me because I just, I don't know. Like, I'm the most unhealthy, healthy ass nigga you will ever meet. Same. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. Like, I work out and eat pretty healthy, but I'm sorry, but McDonald's and Crystal's, is some, it's, it got my heart. I can't do McDonald's, though. That So you ain't never been hungry at 1 a.m. and got some french fries? No. Not from McDonald's. 
I'll go to Crystals. I can stomach Crystals. McDonald's, you just you just feel bad about your soul <laughs> after you do that. I do feel bad. <laughs> I do feel bad, but it, I don't. I don't know. Maybe it's like maybe it's the southern in many. I don't know what it is, but I, can't I just do it. give me a ten piece with a large fry. Oh yeah, I'm a the ten I'm piece a do hit. The, the ten piece hit. <laughs> the ten piece. Do if hit. you get the right ten piece at the right spot and it's and it's hot, it, it's him. Yeah. It's, it's him. Yeah. But um, so now that we got you know you out the way and we talked about stuff like that, I just want to talk about black black masculinity and masculinity all together. Because even outside of you being very real about, you know, men being trash and Mm -hmm. pigs and certain men doing certain things wrong, you are also part of a community. um, You know, everyone knows that that, that you're gay, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone knows you're gay. I'm actually bisexual. Bisexual. Okay. No, it's it's fine. I didn't know. It's fine. But that's what's up. (laughs) Hey, I really don't care. You can do what you want. I mean, it... I don't even know sometimes, so it's, it's whatever. <laughs> nah, but see, I my mom used to do hair, so mm-hmm. you know, most a lot of salons they have gay men in there. So I grew up around gay men. Mm-hmm. Like one of my closest, um, like my mom's closest friends, I call him my uncle. His name is um, Jason. He's gay, mm-hmm. and like I thought it was normal to, or quote unquote normal to, you know, be gay, straight, everyone just chilling together, whatever. Right. But the older I got, the more I was like, oh, like y'all tripping. Like y'all care about what people what? Yeah, like hate is real. Hate is real. <laughs> like y'all really homophobic out here. And so I wanted to talk I wanted to touch on like what is it like to be not only are you bisexual, mm-hmm. you also dance. Mm-hmm. And then you also um are art majors, mm-hmm. was an art major as well. Yeah. So those are three things that a lot of men and even some women don't consider to be quote unquote masculine. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, when you think of masculine, you think of probably a 6'2 dude with a beard. He got a couple tattoos. Right. And he worked at a mechanic store. Mm-hmm. And he made like 100K a year. Mm-hmm. Got a wife and like two or three kids, maybe a daughter, a couple sons, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they play football. And he used to play basketball back in the day. And he's probably from the hood. Like, that's usually what people think of right. when they think of a masculine man. They don't think of the guy with dreads from right. Kennesaw State <laughs> who, who's um who's a dancer and he's really good at it mm-hmm. you know so I wanted you to touch on your experience being like what do you think masculinity is like what like if you were to break it down what is your experience of being masculine well you you threw in a lot of layers there <laughs> um I can talk about well I guess I can start off with sort of what was introduced to me um growing up and how I guess I'm supposed to exist as a a male in this time and day and age or whatever that mm-hmm. um pretty much how you explained it you know big buff tattoos like pretty much everything i guess you can call stereotypical um being a man you know liking sports and um playing sports and all that other stuff and i knew from a a pretty young age i would say about middle school that i was attracted to guys and mm-hmm. just growing up in the church um a Baptist church at that. Oh man. Um, I always, it, it was already a downplay of your masculinity if you were attracted to men. So that sort of had an effect on me. It, it had an effect, but I didn't realize it till later. Cause I, I've always had a, I don't give a fuck attitude about my sexuality. Cause I'm like this, it is what it is. I never had problems accepting it. Um, but I did understand mm-hmm. from a very early age and just from my upbringing that sexuality did downplay, you know, your, you being a man, you being a man, your presence as a man. So, to take it a step further, um, when I didn't find interest in sports, because I played baseball when I was very, very little, mm-hmm. but after my dad walked out of my life and all that good shit, and my mom just sort of let me do whatever, I joined band. And Band is tough, though. Yeah, yeah. Band is not easy. <laughs> it's, Y'all it's, condition. It's really not. Um, and that wasn't the most masculine thing either, because... Mm-hmm. Just growing up around my cousins and family, like, you know, you had your people playing football and all these different sports. So um, they're like, oh, you do music? I'm like, okay. Uh, okay, that's cool. So once I get to college, um, and I've always had a, a knack for dancing. I, I did, you know, I danced in band and all that other stuff and choreographed mm-hmm. routines for that. But once I started teaching Zumba, that's when... I really started to sort of deal with, I guess, my idea of masculinity because I I always had known what I guess I'm I'm supposed to portray, or mm-hmm. I've always sort of followed that norm of like I have to look a certain way or mm-hmm. do certain things, wear my hair a certain way, like all those different things. But Zumba, which is the Latin base, uh, yeah, the name Zumba, yeah, so, yeah, it's 
<clears throat> it's a little bit more feminine movement. Mm-hmm. Uh, movement saying I never had a problem doing it but I I began realizing as I would do it and sort of teach and just really start expand myself and be in different circles it's like people weren't really receptive of that um yeah and then on top of that me being bisexual gay whatever it just I, I started getting looks and I, I understood what it meant to be sort of discriminated against on terms of your sexuality and mm. just some, I mean, even by the ways of how you dress, but that's when I started being a little bit more fluent in how I dress and how I wear my hair, you know, wearing pigtails and different things like that, brighter colors, all that stuff. So as I really began diving into dance and even getting into like ballet, which is um, mm. what I eventually got into uh, doing my dance minor. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a lot of guys there. <laughs> it wasn't a lot of guys there. It was, I, w- I would say dance and ballet in general, like that's just always been a, a heavy, I don't want to say girl, woman. I don't know. I don't, I'm feminine. not good. Feminine thing to do. Yeah. So as I really got into that and sort of dove into further changes with like things that I had to wear, because I have to wear tights for ballet and dance and stuff like that. Yeah. I really began to see like, okay. You doing too much. I don't fuck with what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Let me distance myself from that. And that's, I mean, that's really sort of how I've existed. Really up until I would say about a year ago, because a year ago I just realized that like everything is a social construct and all yeah. the things put behind what you wear, how you act, all that, all that shit. Like it's all bullshit. It really doesn't matter what you do, long as you're being the best person that you can be. Masculine, feminine, it really doesn't matter. And it's not wrong if you identify or want to do things that don't necessarily follow those typical things of masculinity or femininity. And that's what I, I really had to come to terms with because I just always found myself trying to conform and limit myself for the sake of making other people feel comfortable. Yeah. Um, so that's sort of, I guess, me in a nutshell and sort of where I am now with masculinity and identifying my sexuality and all that other stuff. Okay, that's what's up. So I remember I, you touched on the whole, the dancing part and how you, is it you don't think it or in general, it's not really a masculine thing to do. I just want to make sure I'm saying the right thing. No, I don't consider it masculine or feminine. I just think it's a form of expression. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think in general, people think it's a very feminine thing to do. And I think those views are changing more so now than maybe like early 1900s something like that because during that time it was probably like oh men doing ballet oh that's gay as fuck what are you doing absolutely not um and i mean i've even heard i've heard stories about people like not being able to do dance in school because it's like oh that that's not a good representation of a man or, or a representation of our family so mm-hmm. i think people in i think people in general still like mm, that's a little gay, it's a little girly. <laughs> I don't, I don't think you should do it. But I, I do see a, a shift in the dance community where more men are dancing. Um, which is funny because I've been dancing for years, but now it's like a thing for guys to dance and be lit and stuff. So I think I'm seeing a subtle shift. See, that's the thing that I, I, I think about um, sometimes when I think of masculinity because it's like, what is masculinity? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because like I was raised in the South you know, with a pretty hood dad and, you know, my mom is from the country. So I was like, he taught me certain things. He's like, a man does this. And it's not necessarily anything to be with straight or gay or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like how you a man and you can't change a tire. Mm-hmm. Like that ain't got to do nothing with who you sleep with or what you identify as. Right. It's like, you can't change a tire. Like you don't know how to fix a sink underneath. You know what I'm saying? You can't change a light bulb. Like, can you do things around the house that a provider and a, and a protector is supposed to do? Mm-hmm. And so me personally, and I think sometimes a lot in society, when people say certain things about masculinity, they a lot of it is not really attached to your sexuality mm-hmm. or, or, or even, you know, you being black or white or whatever. It's like anyone can change a tire or right. any man should be able to change a tire. Mm-hmm. Like, can your partner... If it's a man or a woman, can can they call you up right. and say, hey, I need you to take care of this. Like, can you do this for me? Mm-hmm. Like, and I feel like personally, as a man, that you should be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, if my girlfriend calls me up and it's like, yo, my tire popped or, hey, I got a leak. I got a leak in the sink. Can I as a man fix that? Mm-hmm. Can I as a man? OK, babe, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go to X, Y and Z. We're going to do one, two and three. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And boom, the situation is going to be solved. Like, can you be calm and collected? 
and and fix the situation. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of people, when they automatically think of, oh, well, can you do this? Or can you change a tire? Or can you fix a sink? Or, or can you um, pay the bills or whatever? They automatically assume that you're talking about straight men. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I'm not saying anything about straight, gay, LB, you know, mm -hmm. whatever you identify yeah. as. You're thinking that. Right. So you're part of the problem. Right. I'm not part of the problem. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of men and women do this. Like, yeah. Gay or straight Because like for some reason Gay men don't think That they can play football mm -hmm. Like I don't know Maybe you know Different gay people Than I know gay people But mm -hmm. a lot of gay men That I know There's like Well yeah I can't play football Because like I don't really do that It's mm -hmm. like It's too rough I'm like what do you mean Like yeah, It's a sport yeah, just play the sport, and you know I'm not saying that girls can play football or you know whatever. Like that's a whole different concept because mm -hmm. of you know genetics and body size or whatever. But I know a gay dude who's like six three and two fifty. I'm like, bro, if you don't be a tight end right, right. now and go D one, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I just feel like a lot of people when you when you hear straight or gay or bi or whatever, they automatically put you in this box. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, and if you deviate from that box, are you really part of that community? Quote unquote. Right. And you hit on a lot of different things. Um, one thing that, going back to, you said your your father brought you up with certain things, like a man is supposed to do certain things. It's interesting that you say that because I think this is why I have the view that I have when it comes to gender roles and I don't really follow them and I don't really expect other people to follow them. Mm -hmm. Like I grew up, I didn't have my dad. So everything I learned was from my mom and I didn't really have male figures in my life either. Mm -hmm. So it was my aunt my mom and my grandma, everything I learned was from them. Mm -hmm. So when it came to, <clears throat> I didn't associate, you know, being strong, being the provider, all those things with mm -hmm. uh, men. I actually associated them with women. Mm -hmm. And I, I really never learned what masculinity was outside of, or I guess what it's supposed to be or what it's not supposed to be. I never really yeah. learned what that was until I started seeing what people were projecting or what people wanted to actually happen um, when it came to black men or men in general. Yeah. Um, and I think that's where I started sort of defining what masculinity was for myself. And I think that's what men should do as a whole. Because I think you brought, you brought up a very interesting point that these are things that I just associate with men in general. And I never really thought of it like that. Yeah. But I think I've always thought of it as whatever you're comfortable with, that's what you're, you're okay to do. You know, you don't have to follow these preconceived notations of what a man is and all this other stuff. So even when it came to, you know, dance and all those things, I could do sports. I was actually really good at sports, but it wasn't, I did dance because I wanted to do dance, not because of, you know, I, I identified or anything like that. It, I don't think it had a connection. Um, but I, I've, I can't see how people sort of put themselves into boxes when it comes to certain things yeah, like, like oh and i think mm -hmm. i think a part of it is fear mm -hmm. um because i think for a long time i didn't want to go in those circles you know um to talk about sports or play sports or just do some of those typical masculine things i didn't even feel comfortable doing those things out of the fact that i identified um the way i identified i mean yeah. really because i don't know what people are going to do i don't know how people are going to respond yeah. um because somebody could try to kill me somebody try to beat me up like it's all kind of crazy shit that people can do and get a glock you know i'm i'm, I'm thinking about it it's 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 really it's like, on my mind. <laughs> like, like before I would touch on that real quick, like, so with the whole sports thing, mm -hmm. I did swimming. Swimming is not really considered masculine nor feminine. Mm -hmm. When you think of swimming, you kind of think of everybody. You kind of yeah. think, you know, you think of a, a wide range of people. Like you see lifeguards, you see female and male lifeguards, mm -hmm. like all the time. No matter, no matter what pool you go to, you see a couple dudes, you see a couple girls, and you be like, okay, whatever, lifeguard. Mm -hmm. So me being in like a very gender neutral sport mm -hmm. was a little bit different because people see me, they're like, oh my god, like he's kind of short, but he's swole, like mm -hmm. he gotta play football. Yeah. You're a running back. What are you? Like you, you must be a running back. Are you a linebacker? Right. It's like, yeah, dude, I uh, <laughs> <laughs> I swim, man. <laughs> and people be like, what? It's like, mm -hmm. you sure? I'm like, yeah. I'm pretty sure I've been, I've been swimming since I was like, you know, five years old, <laughs> five or six years old. I've been swimming for literally decades. Mm -hmm. And so it kind of sh sh shakes up a lot of men because men, because like every guy in my family plays um, football, mm -hmm. they've either gone D1 or D2. 
Oh. Like every, I'm the first, I'm, I want to say in like two generations. Yeah. Cause I'm my uncle. Yeah. In like two generations to not go to school on a football scholarship. Mm-hmm. Like all my cousins, my brother, he played that. Like I'm, oh, I'm not wearing the shirt, but he played at NC state. Mm-hmm. My other cousin, he played at uh, West Georgia. My, my other uncle, he played at um, HBCU. So literally like football is ingrained into our family. Mm-hmm. And when I did swimming, cause I have heart problems, so I couldn't really play football. So when I did swimming, it was kind of like a, you know, it was kind of like a, shake up it's like whoa like that's kind of mm-hmm. and i wasn't even in football like i didn't watch i didn't like watching football unless it's the super bowl or the playoffs because mm-hmm. i think sports at that high any sport at like the highest level is entertaining to watch mm-hmm. even golf when you look at the masters or whatever it's like oh like they're so intense like yeah i didn't know swinging a club with a hundred million like a hundred million dollars on the line is so intense like it comes down to two or three strokes mm-hmm. but um but yeah like i did swimming and i did track like you think of male and females like i did very gender neutral sports mm-hmm. and and touching on the whole dancing thing is i'll admit even me when i think of dancing i had to think of women or gay dudes mm-hmm. like i'm not really into the dancing community like that i don't really care about dancing mm-hmm. are there straight guys that dance there's a lot of straight guys really mm-hmm. like they do like like what are they are they doing like more like street dancing or is it or is it like everything i really no, don't it's know everything um ballet horton uh modern i i've seen and i think it's something you have to be exposed to um mm-hmm. because i mean you would even see and that's that's actually the whole premise of alvin ailey i'm not sure if you know the context of like that dance company but alvin ailey was a gay I know man them. yeah um, it was a black dude right yeah he was a he was a black gay man but he didn't want to for the sake of uh pushing like black dance forward he presented a lot of heteronormative traditions and things into his dances so everything was very you know macho and uh, a lot of gender roles with males and females like he put a lot of that stuff in the forefront of his dance and, and honestly a lot of a lot of dances where you see men in it they they portray straight male or they have the role of a straight male so we're still fighting those battles in dance even where you can identify or project uh, sort of gay LGBTQ sort of insights to people when it comes to dance. So I don't think it's productive to be homophobic, though. Like even from like, like, let's say you dislike it privately. I mm-hmm. don't think it's productive to be homophobic publicly. Mm-hmm. Like me, I'm a I'm a capitalist. So mm-hmm. I, th- I see things as like like business ventures and like partnering with people and things like that. I mean, privately, I, I still mess with y'all. Like, I don't really like I'm a, my number one belief is let people do what they want to do because there are people out there, even straight people where I disagree. I'm like, I would never do that. Mm -hmm. Like, like how can you have sex with 10 girls in a week? Right. Something's wrong with you, dude. But Hey, let people do what they want to do. Like, Mm -hmm. I really don't care. Like you do you, I'm going to do me. As long as you're not killing nobody or Mm -hmm. I hope you don't stab nobody or nothing like that. Okay, yeah. what you do so when people like when guys are homophobic or they say homophobic things i'm like dude like i just don't I, I don't get it like what are you like okay this one dude has a boyfriend yay like like what are you mm-hmm. what are you upset about like why are you it it blows me too um and to be honest with you it really bothers me when black men do it or black people in general are homophobic because mm-hmm. I, ju- I just don't understand if you understand the premise of everything that black people have gone through and how much we've been discriminated against and how people on a daily try to put us down why would you try to inflict that on somebody else and it's not, it may not even be you trying to but I just find it problematic that you don't sit down and question like damn I'm just because let me let me set the record straight <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure if anybody knows and you can agree disagree whatever fuck I don't care uh, but I don't have any control over my sexuality like I am attracted to who I'm attracted to yeah I went through a period where I tried not to you know all talk myself through all kind of stuff but it is what it is so from my understanding sexual- like what you like sexuality is not something you control and with that and I have to add another layer to this. Why would I choose a, a quote on, cause they call it lifestyle sometimes. A tougher lifestyle. Right. Why would I choose a tougher life for myself? That makes no sense. Mm. <laughs> I, I feel, I feel it. That, feel that it. makes no sense. If I, if I could change it, I would, because it's, it's hard out here. Like I have people who have sent me death threats sometimes, mm. like because of my sexuality. That's and so if, dumb. I didn't. And if it was something I could control or, I mean, even if it was, why does it matter? Why, why are you so pressed on? It's one thing if you don't agree, but it's, it's 
something completely different where you start blocking out the basic rights of people, you know, of just being human. Like, how is you as a fellow human? I hate to take it to that level. That probably sounds cheesy as fuck. It don't. But how is you as as a fellow human? Hating. Yeah, it just, it doesn't make sense. Like, I I, I think there's a lot of things that like, so I'm very pro-life and and pro like adoption. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't make, to me, it doesn't make any sense how there's, these numbers could be wrong because they could have changed in the past couple of years. I don't know. There's literally hundreds of thousands of kids waiting to be adopted. Mm -hmm. And there's like double the amount of families who want to adopt them. Mm -hmm. And you know, like a lot of um, gay people, you know, lesbian or, you know, males or whatever, you know, they don't want to produce. Like Mm -hmm. they don't want to you know, get a girl, then be a segregated. Mm-hmm. They just rather adopt two or three kids when they're babies and grow them up. Be like, okay, we're your fathers, we're your moms, we're mm-hmm. cool. To me, it doesn't make any sense how you would let a child sit in um, a facility or some type of boys and girls club. Or, mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, they do the best they can. And, mm-hmm. I, and I understand they do a good job and we need them. But if I could give this child away to a gay couple that's making like 150K a year, they mm-hmm. got insurance, they're going to take care of them kids. They ain't never abused nobody. They ain't lied. Mm-hmm. They did all this good stuff. To me, it don't make no sense. Like yeah. It's like, because they're bad straight couples. Mm-hmm. Not saying that they're, they're, there aren't bad gay couples. I'm sure there are. Mm-hmm. But they're bad straight couples who have kids. Yeah. And it's like... If I have a bad straight couple versus a gay good couple, I'm choosing the gay good couple. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're a gay bad couple, then you're just yeah. a bad couple. I'm not going to get, you know, you shouldn't have no kids in the first place because you're just not a good person. I never understood that logic behind when some pro-life people or um, certain adoption centers be like, oh, yeah, well, we can't do this because you're mm-hmm. gay. And I'm just like, dog. Yeah, it's a lot of negative stigmas that are just associated um, with the LGBTQ community. But and I, I'm I'm. I'm really happy that you reached out to me to come on here because I did want to show that there is so much more than what is presented or what people think is present. And even tying it back into the masculinity thing, like there are gay people, bi people, what whoever is on the spectrum. There are people who are macho macho and portray that, you know, that stereotype of masculinity or whatever you want to call it i'm getting uh, tripped up on my words now um but there's also people who you know who follow the stereotypical gay stuff and there's everything in between but i i just wanted to show that people get caught up in labels and it's it's not about the label it's really (laughs) it's not about the label that's facts because I feel like your sexuality or like you as a man, like for some reason, human beings decided that certain things matter than others. Mm-hmm. And we just run with it every single day. Mm-hmm. Like when my friends talk about what or like the girlfriends that I have mm-hmm. and they talk about what they want in a man. They be like, like the first four things they say is like how he looks. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, dang. The first thing I'm thinking about, yo, does this dude kill people? Like, yeah. Is he a good person? How does he treat his mom? Like. Is he turn his dad? Like, I'd be asking these questions. They'd be like, oh, yeah, of course you care about that. And I'd be like, that's crazy. Because I would never know. Mm-hmm. Whenever I ask you, what do you look for in a man? You said, oh, he got to be 6'2". He got to be dark skin. I need a beard. Mm-hmm. Like, his hairline got to be nice. <laughs> like, he got to be making six figures. And I'd be like, okay. Yeah. So, question for you. How do you feel about... Uh when it comes to some of the things associated with masculinity for dating, like, oh, you have to open the door for me. You have to pay for the date. Like, cause those are some things associated with Man, that. <laughs> I hate the, <laughs> I think, I think, I think dating, certain dating requirements are kind of dumb mm-hmm. because women will deny it, but they play men for food. Women I know will deny it. And I've seen them play men for food. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, stop lying. Cause I know you do it. Mm-hmm. So when I defend saying, well, if a man doesn't want to pay for your meal because he's been played before, he doesn't have to. Like if I'm a guy and I take girls on dates and then two, three days later, they're like, oh, it's not going to work out. I'm sorry. Sure. It might seem petty amount to you, but me to me, you're wasting time and money mm-hmm. because I'm getting paid for my time. Even when I'm getting paid a hundred K a year and I'm taking you on dates of my caliber because you know, your 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 taste evolved with your salary. Mm-hmm. So the taste that you had making 40K is not the taste you had making 200K. Mm-hmm. And like, it happens everywhere, every culture, every race around the world, it happens. So I'm taking you from Red Lobster making 50K a year to taking you to Ruth Chris making 120K a year. Mm-hmm. And you saying, oh, well, it's just a date or two. Like, dude, that's wasting my time and money. Mm-hmm. And then not only you're wasting my, you're wasting double my time because the money that I'm making, I'm spending on you. Mm-hmm. So if I'm taking you on dates that cost $200, $300, whatever, not only have I wasted money, but I've wasted my time twice because mm-hmm. I had to work to get that money. Right. So now I'm not only the 
negative in my money, I'm in the negative in my times <laughs> double. And so yeah. people, so women be saying, oh, well, you know, if you just wait, I'm like, no, bro, I'm grown. Mm-hmm. Like, sure, if you're 19, 20, you can do what you want. I don't care. But once you get older, we, we grown. We mm-hmm. grown. Like, ain't no point in playing no games because you're going to be mad if I use you for sex. Right. If I use you for sex, you're going to be mad. Why would you waste my time like that? That's the first thing you're going to say. Yeah. Why would you waste my time like that? What do you mean? I thought we was... No, 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 no. Why are you wasting my time? So when 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 women talk about, oh, well, I need a man to open the door and pay for the days and blah, blah, blah. It depends on the woman. Because mm-hmm. there are some independent women who's like, I got it. Right. Don't, don't mean... Like, they'll pay for their own date. And they'll still keep dating you, too. Mm-hmm. They just want to know... If you're going to treat them like with respect, are you misogynistic? Are you sexist? You going to say some stupid shit? Yes or no? And it's like, and there's some women out here who personally I would never date who is like, well, you got to pay for my first date. Mm -hmm. Oh, a word? I have to? Mm -hmm. Okay. I'll never text you again or talk to you again or call you again. It's a billion other women out there. I'm Mm -hmm. not going to waste my time on this one chick who's entitled. Like entitlement kills. Like entitlement is one is one of the things I think in men that are just so bad Mm -hmm. that I feel like women are picking up. Yeah. Like, men being entitled to they think they're entitled to so much stuff I'm like dude you're not entitled to nothing this woman right you ain't entitled to no sex you ain't entitled to her apartment you ain't entitled to her car you ain't entitled to nothing she gives you mm-hmm. now when you're married it's a little bit different because you guys make you guys make a bond that's different like you're entitled to do certain things for your wife and she's entitled to do certain things for you mm-hmm. that you guys set up in your marriage that's different if we're just talking and dating I'm not entitled to anything you do mm-hmm. like if I'm telling my girlfriend like, like hey I want to kiss up on you right now she's like I'm not feeling it. That's that's it. Mm-hmm. It ain't no come on, babe. You know I ain't t- I ain't seen you in two weeks, and I want to just touch up on you and just let me do like yeah. like no, bro. No one. And the same thing for women. Yeah. If a if a man doesn't want to pay for your meal or doesn't want to do this or open the door or none of that stuff, you're not entitled to nothing that this man yeah. has or owns. I feel like it's funny that you say that men are entitled because i think the circles that i exist in now like women are the entitled ones oh yeah and, it's it's switching yeah it's, it's starting to switch because you see a lot you see a lot more men and this is what i want to touch on too with the masculinity thing mm-hmm. you see a lot more screw it black men you see a lot more black men being submissive yeah and feeling like they can't say anything and because i remember one time i said on twitter i was talking about black male suicide rate mm-hmm. and i was like yo like i was like i said something about black male suicide rate is the highest among suicide like mm-hmm versus women and women literally doesn't like dozens of women women i've never heard of or seen before was like well men ain't shit who gives a fuck Mm -hmm. and i was just like jesus christ i had men in my dms like and i'll never i won't expose the men but i had men in my dms talking about this is why i don't open up to women Mm -hmm. he's like you can talk about suicide someone taking their life because they feel like their life is rock bottom Mm -hmm. and women saying oh men suck yeah kid what yeah to me like that's when i knew i was like i understand why a lot of men have the mindset that they have yeah because you talking about a group that's 3.5 more likely to kill themselves than another group yeah and you saying who cares yeah for every hundred thousand men there's i think like 300 suicides Mm -hmm. what and you talking about men and shit that's crazy yeah because i just hear a lot of like Cause I think even when it comes to sexual assault now, like guys are just scared oh, yeah. of doing anything because women just, this is, this is very general and this is just the trend of things. I'm not saying every woman out there is entitled or just has this, I have power over you. But I think the trend is that I'm the woman, I can do what the fuck I want to do and you have to take whatever I give. I think that's, that's... The, the, the general synapses. And that's crazy because- I don't even be fucking bitches like that. I be fucking <laughs> niggas. So, <laughs> so I feel like I have not necessarily the right. I guess that's that entitlement that you're talking about. But I, just, I don't. I don't like entitlement. Yeah. I don't think no one's. I don't know if it was the way that I. It, it could have been the way that I was raised, like mm-hmm. by my dad, who like I don't know what. Like even my brother, like you're not in. You're just not entitled to anything that's like yeah. like you, right? Mm-hmm. You didn't have to come on this podcast. Mm-hmm. You, you didn't have to reply to my DMs. You didn't have to keep going back and forth with me, you know, us mm-hmm. getting the time. Like, you didn't have to do none of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. none of this had to... I just feel like entitlement is really one of the worst traits that people get. And and don't get me wrong what I'm saying. There are a lot of entitled men out here who are trash that... Like, men who think they're entitled to sex that rape women, mm-hmm. castrate or kill them. Yeah. 
Like throw them in prison and isolate them and make them go crazy and show them how it feels to be, you know what I'm saying, entitled mm-hmm. to something. You get what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. It's like I just don't I think entitlement is such a bad trait to have in men or women. Mm-hmm. Like I hear it, my female like my female friends be like, Well, if he's not paying for my date, then blah 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 blah. I'm just like, Dog, what is wrong with you? Yeah. Why do you think that you deserve this man's money? Mm-hmm. Like who yeah. are you? You just I mean that and you may I'm not sure if you uh bring any females or women on this show, but I think yeah. that start talk starts diving into what feminism and toxic feminism looks like. Yeah, I got two that people stuff. that I want on this on hey, that topic. Cause cause I'm, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get two girls. I'm gonna get two girls and um because you're the only man that I know who's really real about mm-hmm. you know, bad traits in men, straight or gay. Yeah. And even in the Greek community. Yeah. Because like my friends know me. I'm one of the few dudes who I personally feel like who's not Greek because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, whatever. But who I feel like if I see a, a normal dude doing something, I'm like, bro, stop it. Like, right. you're weird. You're creepy. Mm-hmm. I'll be the first. I'll be the first dude to call it out. Yeah. Like, I've, I've almost fought dudes who've done creepy stuff to my friends while mm-hmm. they're drunk. And I'm like, what's wrong with you, bro? Do you feel good about yourself? Yeah. I almost got jumped one night. Yeah. Like, in my mind, I was like, yo, like, I hope I don't die. Because mm-hmm. it was It was at a kickback At U Point And it was like Some random kickback That my friends wanted to go to And so they called me up They was like Yo we're drunk at U Point We need some help mm-hmm. So I walk in there Cool whatever And of course I see them drunk So I'm laughing at first Because I'm like Y'all are st- I'm like, y'all stupid yeah. Look at y'all Y'all are sloppy mm, Stupid mm-hmm. So I was like Okay cool whatever I'm going to collect them We're going to go to Waffle House Get some food in them mm-hmm. So they don't you know Get sick when they wake up And we're gonna, I'm going to take them back To um, UV mm-hmm. On campus And then so As I'm I'm carrying one of literally in my arms because mm-hmm. she's gone mm-hmm. the other ones are just you know they're Ooh, whatever yeah and i'm like okay y'all let's go i'm yelling at them like let's go like y'all annoying me now it was funny at first but like let's go i feel like a dad at this point yeah some dudes are like nah bro leave her and i'm like Nigga, what what do you mean leave her i don't even know you yeah and i don't care if you do know her i don't know you yeah and she didn't tell me that she knew you when she told me to come over here so in my mind, you're a stranger. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you're her brother or not. Right. Cool. You can be mad at me in the morning. She can be mad. It's Gucci. Yeah. These dudes are like, yeah, leave her, bro. She's good. I'm like, no, bro. She's not good. I'm like, look at her, bro. She's passed out. Mm-hmm. And they trying to like touch her and stuff. And I'm like, all right, bro. Like, this is it. Yeah. But luckily, they just let me go. And I was like, I was really going to put her down and throw down with like six, seven dudes. Mm-hmm. And it, it was no way I was going to win. But I wasn't like, I just couldn't bring myself to leave because like I got sisters you Mm -hmm. know and like well women I consider sisters I got like aunties and cousins and I was like I just can't Mm -hmm. like it wouldn't sit right with me I would rather get beat up and jump than to leave her and me be fine and she'd be messed up yeah yeah and I think that's because it's funny that you even bring up that NPAC event because from me speaking on that and how my chapter has sort of moved from that point, like we check each other consistently because we, we did realize that like, oh shit, we were pushing, we were pushing the boundaries mm. a little bit. And yeah. I, it's not, it's not, I don't even hesitate. And I think this is the problem with most men now. We don't check each other when it comes to certain things that we're supposed to be doing. Cause I do believe that we're supposed to be protectors in general and especially when it comes to and I'm not saying that some women aren't able to protect themselves but when you find females in situations like that you're supposed to step up and say something like gay straight whatever yeah you're supposed to step up and it's not a time now where I don't recon or do some kind of debrief with my brothers when I've seen something and then I think we've gotten comfortable enough with our sister chapter for the Zetas where Mm -hmm. if something happens they they run to somebody it it may not be that person directly which is something within itself but they they tell somebody and we address it very quickly because it it just is too many people in jail for the wrong things too many rapes are happening like it's too many things that are just happening that are not good for us not to deal with it head on so yeah that is a that that's a really big thing that i feel like in being a man you know gay or straight or whatever you identify as i feel like if you can't protect the ones around you yeah can you call yourself a man yeah and I, i feel like and if also you're someone who's hurting the people around you or doing bad things around you, I personally feel like you you can't be a man because mm-hmm. the way I was raised, the men protect. Yeah. Like the men protect and provide whatever you identify as. It don't matter. You protect and you provide. Mm-hmm. Like if like if, if it came out that my dad would say hit my mom or something like that or my dad used to, it would shatter my world. Like I couldn't. It would shatter literally everything I believe in because mm-hmm. he's the one that raised me. He was like he's like, don't you ever hit a woman? Mm-hmm. And I've been slapped by women. Yeah. Where, is, where it wasn't even my fault. Where she's like, oh my bad, I'm sorry. Like she's like, I 
just heard the wrong thing, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's cool. Like, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Nah, it's different. You got like a knife or something. Now I'm going to oh, yeah, punch I'm... in your throat. You got like a knife. It's like, you know, you, you got a weapon. Yeah. But in general, though, like when some women have hit me or whatever, I'd be like, all right, like I'm not going to hit this girl because I'm strong. You know, not saying that she's not strong, but it's like a man punching you in the chest is a little yeah, bit different. It's going to hit a little it's different. It's going to hit a little different. <laughs> and especially like a, a guy that lifts weights is like, yeah, oh, it's going to be a little different. Yeah. And so when I, like, when I see, like, I had to stop going to certain parties and certain, certain events because like i was gonna get in a fight mm-hmm. with the people there yeah like i had to stop going to hood parties because mm-hmm. i would see some creepy dudes doing, i'm like man i ain't trying to get shot so i told my friends i was like i was like, I was like i'm just not gonna go anymore certain mm-hmm. hood parties that i want to go to because it's not gonna end well for nobody that night yeah because soon as one of my friends say this dude touched me it's on go right. like it's like there's nothing there's no way around it like do you want men to change yes or no like if you if we go to this party and this dude touch you and you tell me i'm gonna i'm stick to my principles like yeah. i'm gonna swing on the dude something's gonna happen and i don't even believe in fighting i think fighting's stupid yeah. but it's like if you assault someone yeah male or female mm-hmm. like dude what are you doing and so i remember the event you know the greek event it was kind of aggravating to me how how the women were asking very specific questions because mm-hmm. like okay if a woman asks you a question she know like she knows mm-hmm. she just wants you to admit it mm-hmm. so when the women were asking have y'all ever assaulted anyone before mm-hmm. or even they've asked in a nice way you think you've assaulted someone mm-hmm. and most of the men on the panel was like nah not really i mean maybe mm-hmm. i might might be by accident mm-hmm. i could see your face and you were like these niggas here are they for real right now <laughs> and then you went down like a whole rant and you was like keep it a stack he's like some of y'all are good but a lot of y'all ain't and yeah. it's pretty much what you pretty much said mm-hmm. for the most part and i was like dang dude this dude is real bro i was like and I just don't understand how like why can't why can't men just realize like hey maybe I shouldn't do this is is I don't know I think it's I think it's a pride thing because even following that situation like I joked around and laughed about like I got public ridicule but like people genuinely do not did not fuck with me um after I said that's dumb how are you not gonna fuck with I, them for <laughs> for something you did I don't know and some of the things I heard back was well you shouldn't have said it out loud or. Um, you should have said it on a more private level. Why and do you want to sweep it under the rug? I don't know. And thinking back on it, you because just being the person that I am, and I just whoever's listening, and I do this on my podcast. This is why I give disclaimers all the time. So excuse mm-hmm. this, but whoever's listening, like this is nothing like negatively against your organization, you as a person, anything like that. Um, but just going back to the situation when we sort of debriefed it as um, a council, they were like, "Well, you shouldn't have said anything out loud. You should have said, you know, came to us personally." And I apologize for it at the time. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like, I because I'm a I'm a I wear my heart on my sleeve and I'm an emotional based person. So like mm-hmm. I felt that and I was like, I'm so sorry. Like if I really put you in harm's way or whatever, but looking back on it, it's like, why did it have to be like, it was a, it was a forum for some stuff that happened publicly. So why can't we discuss it publicly? And I think that's, something we just really struggle with as a people we do not want to talk about shit especially when shit that we're doing wrong and i think that's why i pride myself on whenever i see some shit going on wrong in my chapter i they they may hate (laughs) me for that moment but in the long run it always pays off because it's like if we don't say anything we aren't getting better yeah as a chapter as men all that other stuff so Mm -hmm. i don't know it's it's just crazy that i I, I, cause I genuinely felt bad for a long time for what I said. I don't think you should. Cause like with my friends, I check them. Mm-hmm. Like I tell them, I'm like, I don't care if you have sex with 30 girls in a week or whatever. Or I don't care. It's like, as long as you're honest and not manipulating them, then nothing can come back to bite you in the butt. Mm-hmm. Because if you tell a girl, hey, I don't want to, I don't want to be your boyfriend. I just want to chill. I just want to do this, whatever. Mm-hmm. She can't go back on her word and be like, well, you tricked me. He's like, no, I didn't. Yeah, I told I you. I told you up front, straight up. Because I'd be telling my friends, I'm like, dude, this, like, what y'all were doing in the past, like, could definitely come back to bite you in the butt. Mm-hmm. Because if you're lying to a girl, telling her, like, yeah, I want to be your boyfriend. I want to do all this for you, blah, blah. You smash and you leave her and ghost her. Mm-hmm. Like, she feels used. She's going to be crying. And your name is going to be in the streets. Mm-hmm. Because I've had people put my name in the streets on some lies. Mm-hmm. Like they were saying that I was out here smashing all my friends. Lord. And I was like, no, that's not true. Who's been saying, and they didn't tell me who said it, but I was like, that's not true. It's like, 
because I don't even I don't even do that stuff. Yeah. Like I was like, so like I'm defended already because I was like, sh- I was like, show me where I've done this. Because mm-hmm. like if you can't show me proof, then you're just talking out your mouth. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of girls who can show proof mm-hmm. because you be like, a, like my dad says, a text will never lie. Mm-hmm. If you text it. And it's in some other phone. I promise you, that's proof enough for someone to believe it. Yeah. So I'm like, if you're honest and straight up from jump, like, sure, she can be mad later on at herself, but she can't be mad at you. Mm-hmm. Or even a guy that you with can't be mad at you. Because if you're like, yo, I don't want to do this. Uh, I just want to, you know. But you have men who justify that that negative type of action because, I mean, we can call it women ain't shit. Like, you have... Men who think like that, like, I'm going to be a fuck nigga because, I mean, these bitches out here doing all kind of shit, too. So, I mean, you have people who think like that. That's terrible logic because two things aren't correlated. Mm -hmm. You can be a bad person and I can still be a good person. Yeah. Just because you're bad doesn't mean that I'm bad. Like, that's not good logic. Mm -hmm. Because if you're bad and I'm bad, then everyone sucks. Yeah. And we just going to hate each other forever. (laughs) Yeah. Because, like, I want, because, like, I eventually want to get to the point to where men and women um, don't hate each other or don't talk crap about each other all the time yeah because as a because like we said earlier as a man you can't say nothing you say anything it's just shit talking men ain't shit y'all stupid <laughs> y'all homophobic y'all uh y'all toxic masculinity this mm-hmm. y'all all that like did you see the clip where the dude told his girl that he didn't want to make her only fans and they broke up oh yeah i saw that i saw that. and i was like he's in the right though because they had a conversation about it. And sure, she can make an OnlyFans. That's on her. But if you discuss something with your partner, it's like, hey, I don't want you doing this. Mm-hmm. And you do it and we break up. I'm not in the wrong because we discussed it. Yeah, It wasn't like you made it. I found out, oh, I'm going to break up with you. It's like, no, nah, we talked about this. Because he said it. He was like, we talked about it and you made it anyway. He's like, so no, I'm leaving. I'm out. Yeah. And it's like, how are you? And like women were dragging this man. It's like, well, you going to pay her bills. You're going to do this, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it was re- the principle. <laughs> it was regardless of all that. Cause like, if my girl tells me, Hey, I don't want you doing this. And I go do this and she breaks up with me. It's my fault. Like, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to be nothing unreasonable. Like, Hey, I don't want you talking to no guy ever. No, that's dumb. That's controlling. Mm-hmm. But you mean to tell me that the only job that you could ever find, and then it's not, it's not no guarantee that your OnlyFans is gonna be hitting. Yeah, you can make OnlyFans and your you pussy got, drive. Yeah, <laughs> you, you got twenty dudes on your on your on your thing, and that's it. And you're making like a hundred bucks a week. Yeah. That's it. Like no, bro. You, there's so many more things you could have did. There mm-hmm. are virtual jobs you could have did during this pandemic that would have made you money. Yeah, you could have did Uber Eats. You could have did something. But no, you decided to go against the one thing that he says. Hey, I don't want you doing it. I'm not comfortable. Mm-hmm. But men ain't shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. It drives me crazy, bro. Yeah, I swear, I just don't understand women. <laughs> I just don't like. I don't either. And like, majority of my friends are women, and I just be like. Like, I don't understand him, but I think that helps me when I'm talking to, like, my guy friends or my frat brothers or whatever. I'm like, this is how they think. (laughs) (laughs) And I think what we really have to start, and there's a lot of things that we need to address when it comes to masculinity or black masculinity. But I think we need to start talking about what females are actually doing to reinforce some of those negative traits. Because, I mean, I feel like they do things that reinforce negative stereotypes for black men. Facts. So. Like. What like when when women like uh, back in the day when like they used to rap mm-hmm. like women used to like Destiny Child and things like that yeah they were like I want like a, I, want, I want a soldier I want a baller right it was none but hood dudes yeah and I'm like dang like you don't want the guy that's director yeah. of <laughs> IT at his job yeah. who's making like 300k a year like yeah and I feel like that's how a lot of um a lot of celebrity black dudes mm-hmm. they they leave black women mm-hmm. because they don't want to deal with the stress like they don't want to deal with all the extra all the yeah. hullabaloo all that stuff yeah that comes with it mm-hmm. and not saying every black woman is like that of course not there's some cool black women a lot of black men you know what i'm saying but there are a lot of black women out there who are really toxic like yeah toxic to- like yeah i'm talking about there was this one video and this is why i get off of twitter <laughs> at least at least two to three days at a time because there was this one video where this woman she was ranting about like oh i don't want no nigga with a nine to five and she started going off about like i want instant money granted a lot of her points they 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 didn't hit like they were supposed to hit because <laughs> boom because if you work in a nine to five and you making 100k a year it don't it don't matter if you're not working a nine to five or not. Like you exactly. got, you got money. So, but 
she just like she re she basically it sounded like she wanted a drug dealer and there's nothing wrong with drug dealing but she just she cut off so many just a, a plethora of men who had prop more than likely had positive traits yeah <laughs> and positive masculinity and you just want to cut them off because you don't have a nine to five like that's that's the dumbest shit why, why are you cutting any man off for one who has a job? That shit don't make no yeah, sense. Yeah, that's to me. wild. Yeah, so it's or it's like why are you cutting? Like why are you cutting off certain men who fit your criteria? Mm-hmm. Or, or let me say this: your spoken criteria, but inside you really want something different. Because hmm. a lot of like a lot of people, even men do this all the time, which I don't get. They be like, oh yeah, I want a good girl. It's like, do you really want a good girl? Because mm-hmm. you'll cheat on her. <laughs> it's like, do you really? Yeah. And and men will be like, um, yeah, I cheated, but I still love her. And I'd be like, shut up. Yeah. I slap you in the face. <laughs> you don't love her. How are you going to cheat on her and love her? Yeah. Like, to me, that don't make no sense. But people will have their outspoken criteria that they want. They're like, oh yeah, I need to be a 6'2", dark-skinned dude that's making like... 300k a year he got have his own little house and yeah. like three cars whatever but they'll settle for the five nine fat dude with a patchy beard who work at mcdonald's because mm-hmm. i guess he got a good dick or whatever yeah. like it's like it's like i think i think everything's a cap yeah all of it's cap yeah like they be saying certain things i'll be like shut up you're lying <laughs> you're lying like look at like look at beyonce and jay-z yeah most people will not have dated Jay Z because he's he's ugly, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, or even um even Russell Wilson and uh, Sierra and Future. Yeah, like they were saying uh, uh, Russell Wilson, he's like five ten. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's probably like your height. Mm-hmm. Like he's barely taller than me. You know what I'm saying? And he's the typical corny good dude who wear like you know the the big old dad jeans and like mm-hmm. the shirts or whatever. And it's like most of y'all would not go for a dude like that. Yeah. But yet y'all be asking Sierra what she prayed for to get a man like that. Yeah. It's like that dude that you're asking for is probably like yeah he's right in, there. <laughs> it's probably in your field of, of range, but y'all still y'all like y'all are stuck on the future dude. Mm-hmm. And it's like how are you gonna be stuck on the future guy? But you want the Russell Wilson. Yeah, it's like none of like y'all not y'all not yeah. ready to talk about that. They thought I I think I feel like the conversation is just shifting, but I feel like <laughs> they there's a lot of double standards when it comes to women and jumping back into like the because I don't personally I don't believe in like opening the door and paying date or paying for the first day and all that other stuff. I don't really believe in that because I see women as equals. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like you're asking for you're asking for me to do those things which are honestly traditionally based out of the fact that women weren't able to do those things in the first place. <laughs> yeah. You know, they weren't allowed to. Um, so you think it's toxic? I think so. I, and it's That's a very interesting... <laughs> I, I'm not even going to count. <laughs> I, I think so because I just... I, I, it, I don't think it's, it can become toxic for men, but I think generally it's not toxic for men. I think it's more toxic for women because I feel like it puts them back in the place of them not having power. So, like, honestly... Submissive. Yeah, it's... Cause I mean, we, you see all these, all this women propaganda and strong black women and, you know, even the idea that was painted in my head and what I've grew up with, like women are strong. Yeah, so facts. things like you need me to pay for your, your food, your, your rent, all that other stuff. And I'm not saying that I won't, but it's the fact that you're coming to the table with that. I, I give back to, this is an extreme, but give back your right to vote. Like that's how I look at it sometimes. And that's that people make. People look at me funny when I say that, but I feel like those little things reinforce the little power that women had during a certain time. So let's not put those certain things because you don't you don't want the other things that comes with you being submissive. So they just want all the the privilege. You want the perks. You want the perks of it. Mm -hmm. See, that's what I think. I I think that's that's kind of interesting perspective for the whole toxic masculinity thing, because it's like you're kind of right about that, Mm -hmm. because back in the day, you couldn't drive. Mm-hmm. You couldn't vote. You didn't have a job to pay for the meal. So the man did all that. You mm-hmm. driving the passenger side. Mm-hmm. Me opening the door for you because you couldn't touch the door. Mm-hmm. Me doing, oh, snap. Look at you. Man, I knew it was smart to have you in here. <laughs> <laughs> that is kind of interesting. Because when I think of toxic masculinity, I think of like beating your woman or like um, controlling her. Mm-hmm. But I don't think of controlling her in that sense. Mm-hmm. I think of controlling her like, nope, you can't have no friends, you can't go out, you gotta stay home and take care of the kids. Mm-hmm. That's very in. Mm. Yeah, I've never. Mm. Yeah, and I'm probably the only person you will ever hear explain that like that. 
But that is, it's hard to argue that though. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, are you independent or are you not independent? Mm-hmm. Because a man, like you'll never hear a man say, I want you to pay for my first date. Mm-hmm. Because men are independent. Oh, snap. That's mm-hmm. so- <laughs> Mind blown. I'm not even going to cap. <laughs> it's rare that someone's able to blow my mind like that. Like, I think the last time that someone did it was my girlfriend mm-hmm. when she explained to me abusive relationships. Mm-hmm. But that is some very and that is a nice cup of tea that people I've, gotta I've sip sat, on. I've sat and thought about all of this, like just talking. Like I said, majority of my uh, my friends are females, and just being as close as I am with my frat brothers, I think I get mm-hmm. perspectives from both sides on a daily. So I. I I come to terms with stuff like that, and I think that's why I'm able to sort of tear down, honestly, I mean, even not as a woman, like, things that are toxic for women. I'm able to tear down things on both sides. Mm, That was really good. So do you think that in the, um, because I don't want to bash the Greeks. I actually like Greeks. I I do like some of y'all, for real. Mm -hmm. That sexual assault is rampant in the Greek community? I think it's, yes. (laughs) And I think it's possibly even higher when it comes to same sex. Um, Cause I was sexually assaulted by um, a fraternity brother, but those honestly though. So on top of conversations that aren't happening when it comes to uh, male and female sexual assault, I think it's tenfold when it comes to same sex, because that's definitely not talked about. It's honestly, I didn't think about it. It's still taboo to even identify and be in an organization. And granted you have plenty of people who are in the organizations identify, but still it's like, that's not something you're like, Waving a rainbow flag around in meetings, you know, saying. Yeah. So I. What was your original question? <laughs> Do you think sexual assault is rampant in the Greek community? Oh yeah, yeah, but for sure. Um, and I don't think it's I don't think it's talked about enough. I think it's 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 starting to come up a little bit more. Um, but. I mean, when I first joined the organization, and I feel comfortable talking about this. I mean, we didn't have, you know, uh, sexual assault uh, prevention seminars or anything like that. That wasn't a, a thing. thing. Yeah. You know, it, I mean, and granted, Me Too wasn't around. Like, those movements weren't around. But we weren't, you know, how to treat your uh, your fellow sorority sisters. Like, that stuff wasn't in our training, you know? And granted, there was, I, I guess you can say Sigma's a little different. I can't speak for any other org, but... We were taught to respect Zeta, so there was that um, in some to some extent. Because they're like your actual like sister yeah. sisters, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, but I mean, I'm just now starting to see like seminars and um, you know sexual assault, what to do if you see it, if you've experienced it. Like those are just coming to the forefront. And I mean, I think there's just been so many things that have happened in the past year. And I think media has played a huge role because something happens, oh, if Twitter finds out, oh, it's over. It's over with. Yeah, it's it's completely over. But I think I think to combat the how how much it is happening, I think people are more open to talking about it now. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, simply because you can act a organization or act uh a major or higher member of the organization. And I mean, they have a public duty since it's in the public now to sort of respond and do something about it. Granted, I don't think it should be like that, but um, there's, there's a lot, there's a few more avenues than it was a couple of years ago. Yeah, because like, I I never really thought about, you know, the same sex um, assault in the organization uh, for, for, you know, Greeks or whatever, Mm -hmm. because I mean, I never really thought about same sex um, assault on like you know non Greeks like you know people like me because mm-hmm. usually when I think of assault I think of you know a man hitting a woman mm-hmm. like or not even you even gotta be hitting her like are you just controlling her life mm-hmm. like she can't go outside like yeah. even like very non physical like she ain't got no bruises or nothing or like she ain't got no broken bones but it's like mentally she's trapped mm-hmm. so that's what I was thinking of but that's a very good input mm-hmm. um, input for something like that because now that I think about it there are probably a lot of you know men who are getting abused by other men and they don't even know it yeah and I think that's another sort of fault of masculinity in general that those things can't happen um facts because boys will be boys right boys will be boys like i've i experienced domestic violence when i first got to college um with my ex you know i've experienced sexual assault i've experienced all kind of the same shit that you be hearing when it comes to heteronormative relationships or heterosexual relationships i've experienced it all um and sometimes maybe even more than what some of my peers have experienced so 
Yeah, I don't. I don't feel like we talk about um, the abuse that actually happens to men mm-hmm. too often because, like, we don't. <clears throat> one is hard to comprehend, especially when it's a, a bigger, more quote unquote masculine guy mm-hmm. when it happens to it. Right. Then, um, you know, women because, and and I'm guilty of it because, like I just said, like when I think of assault, I think of men. And women, I don't think of anything bad that's happened to men at all. Because like I can't, to me, it's hard to imagine a man getting abused. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, this is going to sound so bad. But it's like, bro, you're a man. Slap him back. Like, right. Right. <laughs> like they just hit him back, bro. And it's like, I know I can't think that. I, mm-hmm. I try not to think that way. But it's it's the man in me, the black masculinity. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. It's the black masculinity in me. But it's like, that's a really good point. Because what is this? It's the statistic of, of, of male assault? I have no clue. <laughs> that I, is not I something know, I can I, vote with. It's one in five for women. I think it's like one in 70 for men or something like that. And it's even crazier because you know that white people sexually assault people less than black men? Hmm. Like I found That's that out during- very interesting. I remember it from the, from the uh, Greek thing. Hmm. They were saying that white people, they don't, they don't assault. They mostly get like drunk and just do stupid stuff. Yeah. They say black people, they, they like rape people. Like, like, like they rape, mm-hmm. you know, men rape men and women. Yeah. And when I found that out, it was to me it was very eye opening because I would have thought that it was the larger demographic that did it, mm-hmm. but it actually is black people because like they say that. Um, but the reason why we think that way is because like you said earlier, it's swept under the rug a lot. Mm-hmm. Like people don't want to talk about it. Yeah, publicly. And I remember there was a tweet of um, this girl was saying how her grandmother was watching this judge show, and they were talking about Bill Cosby, and they was like, "Yeah, if anyone ever touched my kids." I would, you know, beat the shit out of them, whatever. Mm-hmm. And the girls replied to her grandmother saying, well, you guys didn't do that to my sexual assaulter. Yeah. And like, she was saying like, it just made the whole room awkward. But she was mm-hmm. like, I don't care. Yeah. Because it's true though. We don't talk about it enough in the community. I, well, at least that's what I feel like. We don't talk about no, it we definitely don't. Um, I think there's a, I think part of it is in our control, but another part of it is that uh, both people who identify on the LGBTQ spectrum and people of the black or minority populations, I feel like we just don't know what healthy relationships look like, healthy behavior looks like in some instances. So that's why you see a lot of domestic violence, um, sexual assault. Like we think these things are okay to some extent. It's so weird because it's not. Yeah. Like you wouldn't like, so the reason why, so there's two reasons why I don't fight people. Mm-hmm. One, I think fighting is for stupid people or poor people because to me that means that you can't express yourself mentally enough to get your point across. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, you're 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 by I'm straight. You're gonna get mad at me, or I'm gonna be mad at you for not being straight. So I'm just gonna beat you up. Right. It's like so you can't articulate your point to get across to him. Like mm-hmm. you know that's to me doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And the second reason why I also don't fight people is because I don't think that you should beat up other people because they say something or do something or whatever. It's like, that's how we get killed as black people. Yeah. Like people literally, the dude, Ahmad, he just got shot because he was black. Yeah. Like, I don't think no one should do that. Like, I'm not finna shoot or fight nobody because of something they do or whatever. So it's like, when when I said that I'm a passive, people are like, oh, you, you a loser. It's like, bro, no, bro. I could really rock some niggas for real. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's like, that won't get anything done. That just that just proves a stereotype that I'm just an angry black dude who yeah. just want to fight because I'm a black dude. It's like no, bro. Mm-hmm. Like that also leads into the sexual assault stuff too. Yeah. Because like, oh, she's not gonna have sex with me. I'm just gonna knock her out. Like no, bro. She ain't gonna have sex with you. <laughs> Go to the other girl that might want to have sex with you. Yeah. Like there's literally four billion other women on earth. I promise you, one of them is gonna have sex with you. Yeah. I promise you. We we reinforce behaviors that aren't okay. <laughs> and it's it's. It's it's so dumb because it's like, is it really that deep? Like seriously, like we we men know post nut clarity, right? You want that shoddy to come over or whatever. Yeah, your dick hard. Yeah, you can't think straight. <laughs> as soon as it's done, you be like, damn, damn. I should have <laughs> never told her to come. Ah, oh, she finna know the hell out of me. Right. And it's like, bro, it's like I tell my friend, I'm like, bro, just beat you me. Yeah. Like you don't want to do it. Like that's why I can't cheat. I can't cheat because. I don't need too much on my plate. Yeah. Like, it's already hard enough to make sure that your one girl is happy. Mm-hmm. Now you got to deal with four of them. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying, though, like, you had to, you had to cook out, right? You How got you one, jump from yeah. one to four? That's such a No, extreme. no, I'm serious. <laughs> Bro, most, a lot of dudes be talking to like three or four dudes, three or four girls at a time. I can't manage one. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. One is hard enough to do. Yeah. 
So me personally, when dudes cheat, I'm like, dog, you gotta either not give a fuck or you give too yeah. much of a fuck. Yeah. Because me, just you know, with my one girl trying to make her happy, you know, make sure that she's good and comfortable, whatever. That's a job itself. Yeah. Now you gotta juggle, and then then when you cheat, they can't know about each other. So now they can't know about each other. So you gotta make sure they're happy. That is a they skill set to have. Boy, what? <laughs> <laughs> I can't even do it. Um, it, it, it it's just not it's just not in my repertoire. Like I can't cheat is. <laughs> like when dudes be cheating, I'd be like, all right, bro, you, I can't trust you. Yeah. Like when guys cheat, I can't trust them. Yeah. Because it's like, you're going to do that to your shawty? Oh, Who imagine knows? what you're going to do to me. Right. You're going to sell me out to the wolves. Yeah. Like I can't. Mm -mm. But yeah, man, I'm glad we had this conversation. Bro. Yeah. Toxic masculinity, because Lord knows we suck. Yeah. But there's a lot of good guys out there too. Yeah. There's a lot of good. And I hate when, I hate when the good guys get caught up. Indeed. And they call them losers. Yeah. <laughs> Or they don't even look twice. You they know. don't look twice. If you short and fat, it's done. <laughs> if you short and fat, man, don't even look. You're going to no. be an incel. You're going to hate women. No, we stay talking about that at the house. Like, bro, we just out here trying to be, you know, good dudes. And people don't want that. <laughs> no. That's why I fat shame. It's a, it's a hypocrisy. Hmm. Women, if, if you tell a woman that um you don't want a, a chick who's 350, mm -hmm. how dare you? Oh. <laughs> you fat shaming. Oh my goodness. It's like, okay, well, you want a 6-1. You want something that I can't control. I want something that you can control. Mm. If anything, you're the bad person. Jesus. That's another perspective, too. <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah. like, you can control what goes in your body. So you fat shame? Hell yeah. Jesus. But it's not, okay, I don't fat shame directly to people or, like, even my friends because uh -huh. it's like, do what you want to do. I just fat shame in general the principle of it. Okay. Because women short shame or they don't want, they don't want short men or they don't want whatever yeah. or, you know what I'm saying? No, that's, so it's that's like, real. <laughs> so it's like whenever my friends, like I'm in a couple of group chats with a lot of, with a lot of girls and they'll be like, oh yeah, I want me a 6'2 or 6'1 or just above six foot, whatever. And I'd be like, yeah. Fuck these fat hoes. I'm not trying to get one. And they be getting mad at me. I'm like, what? The double standard. I'm it like, arises again. I'm like, mm, like, don't get mad at me because you're saying the exact same thing I'm saying. Yeah. But I don't even look at it like that. I don't even think I that. do it all the time because it's like you can't you can't get mad at me for saying that. Yeah. Because if you're going to get mad at me for saying it, then you can never have a certain physical standard again. Yeah. Like, it's just not either. I'm either we're both right or we're both wrong. Yeah. So which one is it? Yeah. So. Uh, you can have your six foot dude. You just know don't they give go me crazy on Twitter. Just they, don't give me no chick who's over two hundred pounds. <laughs> and if she is, she gotta be like six foot because you know the body mass ratio. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's hard to be two hundred. Like you probably skinny at that point if you oh six foot. <laughs> goodness! Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, I'm just did I say anything wrong? No. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I just think it's funny. But um. Is there anything that you want to say before we close out? Uh, no, I, I appreciate you having me on here. Uh, that's for the people listening, you know. Just be you. Just um, be you. To be the best person you can be. I feel like you can't go wrong um, with just being the best person that you can. So even if you are the stereotypical black man or man, or even if you're not, you know, it doesn't matter. As long as you're out here not just being a horrible ass person, I think. Amen. Yeah. Yeah, same thing with me. I just think um, a lot of men suck. We do. But a lot of us do try. Um, and we do got some toxic masculinity out there. But a lot of that stuff not toxic. Mm -hmm. Some of that stuff is needed. Yeah. Order structure, all that good stuff. Like, yeah. Sometimes you need to sit down and structure your life. I'm like, oh, you're so emotional. Yeah. You're, you're so unemotional. It's like, yeah, sometimes you need that. Though, yeah. To get some stuff done. But, um. But yeah, man, it was great having you on the podcast. Uh, shout out, shout out your podcast. Oh yeah, so uh, you guys, I am the co-host of Black Gay and Okay. Um, oh yes, sir. Yes, if you want to hear um, just different conversations about uh, me and my best friend sort of existing and coming to terms with how we identify and live in this world, uh, you can give us a follow at underscore BGO underscore pod on Instagram. Uh, we stream on all social media, or I said social media, uh, all streaming platforms, so Spotify, Apple Music, SoundCloud, all that good stuff. Yeah, man. All right. Well, this is Man Versus, and I have my boy Sean on the phone, I mean, on the podcast, and we'll see you guys later, all right?